Grace and peace to you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, we're five days into the new year. How are those resolutions coming? Uh, <laughs> I know. We start off five days ago so resolute in our resolutions, um, but I will confess that mine will start tomorrow with healthy eating because I still have a batch of cookies that my mom sent me weeks ago that are still delicious to dunk in my coffee. Now, uh, the beginning of a new year, this season, there's something in us that desires to be different, to, to change, to be transformed. There's something about this season. And now, for some, though, and I've been there, the resolutions we make are out of guilt of, of who we should have been in the past year or what we should have done rather than out of who God has made us to be. Our resolutions are out of shame that I wasn't enough or didn't do enough rather than out of joy of God's presence and God's calling in our lives. And so every year I come back to this quote from Pastor Nadia Boltz-Weber. She writes, There is no resolution that, if kept, will make you worthy of love. You, as your actual self and not as some made-up ideal, are already worthy. You are already worthy. You, right now, are already loved. God has already entered into this world and into our lives. And it's God's coming, God's calling, and God's love for you that transforms us, that changes us. The birth of a Savior among us affects how we see the world, ourselves, and one another. And that's what Epiphany is all about, about Christ's light being revealed to the nations, to those who are walking in the shadows, to those who are despairing, to those who are unsettled. And as Matthew tells it, the story of Jesus' birth is about how people will respond to the God who has already come among us. Some will dig in their heels to the way it's always been, clinging to a power that feels threatened no matter what the cost. And others will find profound obedience to do the unexpected, to travel new paths that lead us into new places, moving us from settled lives to the unexpected and unknown. And Matthew begins all of this with a genealogy, a list of names, which I won't go for, through for you right now because um, I don't have it memorized. But it's a long list of 14 and 14 and 14 names. Many of the names are lost to history. But Matthew begins this genealogy with Abraham and Sarah back in Genesis 12. Abraham and Sarah, you remember, God came to them and said, Get up and go. Leave your settled life into the place 
I'm going to show you. I'm not going to tell you what that place is or what's there, but I'm going to show you sometime in the future. And they get up and they go. They leave everything behind going into a new land. And along the way, they find that they're going not for their own sake alone, but that they might be a blessing to the world. Now, it's not without their own share of grief, of sadness, of misfortune. But God remains present, and God's promises remain sure to them throughout. Matthew will trace this lineage on from Abraham and Sarah throughout the ages through un- to unknown names and unexpected names like Tamar and Ruth and Rahab and Bathsheba. He'll go through pe- people who are failures and screw-ups to the outsiders, to those who fall on their faces. God's promise will go to those who are small and those who are weak and to those of us who are broken. Each generation resolving to do better only to fall back into the routines that preceded them. And now Matthew leads us to Mary and Joseph, this unexceptional group couple who receive a divine revelation, leading them from their lives that they were planning as they were preparing to get married into a, let's say, less than ideal situation from settled to unsettled so that they might bear a child, a child that would be a blessing for all people, a child who comes to save us from our sin, from brokenness, from despair, that the dawning light of a new day might reach into the darkest places of night. But it's not just Mary and Joseph alone who are lifted up from their situations and and called into something new. No, those magi from the east, those stargazers who have no claim to the promise of this genealogy. And yet, the night sky, God's glory cannot withhold the wonder They move from their settled place into a new land where they will not be welcomed. And I wonder, how long do they travel? It's more than days, certainly. Weeks? Months? Years? Do they follow that sign in the night sky, wondering where it would lead them, to who it would lead them? searching and wondering and wandering, hoping and watching and waiting, entering a land that's at faith, that's at odds with their faith. And yet these outsiders, these outsiders are the first ones in Matthew's gospel to recognize who Jesus, is true, who Jesus truly is. And so gifts in hand, they bow down and worship, only to be called up again and led home not the way they came, but by a new path. Not through, back to Herod, but another way that would lead to peace. Speaking of Herod, some will not listen to the call. Some will not heed the call to get up and go, or to be unsettled from their lives. Herod and the religious 
elite. They feel the tremors of unsettledness with the Magi's arrival. And intent on remaining right where we are, thank you very much, Herod stops at nothing. Not even the genocide of Jewish boys two years and under to maintain his power, to remain in control, to not be changed by the coming of God into the world. Throughout the rest of the Gospel of Matthew, others will be shown the face of God, the face of God and Jesus through his life, and they will be called on lake shores to come, follow me, and to step out of the boat and to walk on water or to go into all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, that all might know the promise of God's blessing for them. All of these are called not to be settled where they are, but to be unsettled in the places that God is calling them. A call that's on this day coming to us as well. As 2019 wrapped up and as 2020 began, I thought a lot about those in the past year or years who have left the settled places of their lives for the unexpected. Those in this very room. Those around the world. Whether by choice or happenstance, or by force. Those who are entering the new and unknown, that new job, that new relationship, that new way of being that will transform themselves, that will transform others. To them, God is with you. Emmanuel, God has already come. to those who are unsettled by what has been lost, who are grieving, who are grieving the past, who are uncertain about what tomorrow brings with their health or with their relationships, to those who persevere by the grace of God into each new day, finding strength in unexpected places, strength that perhaps you never knew that was there, God is with you. God, Emmanuel, God has already come. And to those who by threat of violence, of persecution, who in fear of starvation or because of natural disaster have fled their homes, whose images we see on our news feeds and on the paper, who don't know where they will lay their heads, who will be traveling, following a promise of a star. To them, God has come. Emmanuel, Christ is with them. It's to these who are being unsettled, to us who are unsettled, that God is showing up, that God is promising to be with us, that God's light will shine 
upon us. The promise of this 12th day of Christmas is that God has been made known in the face of Jesus. The promise of old of Abraham and Sarah and the generations of Mary and Joseph and the Magi of the disciples in that early church, of the faith of our fathers and mothers, that promise is ours. All of us who are settled and unsettled and entering into the unexpected And like an infant, seeing her mother's face from behind hiding hands, we cannot help but be overcome with joy at the revelation, the showing of God's face, even as it leads us into the unexpected, leading us to what is being generous, leading us to the unknown and to the new lands where God's promise needs to be proclaimed. But that's what resolutions are for, to be unsettled, to be changed, knowing all the while we're already loved, that you're already worthy. And so we, like the Magi, can go back by a different road than the one we came And this journey happens each and every day as we find the paths to which God is calling us, trusting that God has already come to us, overwhelming us with joy. Thanks be to God.